Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Katrina Fava. I'm so excited that you're here joining us today. Thank you for coming and listening to Messy Adventures in Living. It's um, it's Monday. Um, so, where have you landed? What's Messy Adventures in Living? So, Messy Adventures in Living is a radio show where you get invited into something very different. Um, you get invited to make choices, jump in, get messy with your choices, stop waiting for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice. Um, how much fun would it be if you didn't have to be scared of your choices? And it, how much fun could you have if you could just choose and then choose again um, if you don't like what your choice created and then choose again if you don't like what your choice created or then choose again if you did like what your choice created? Um, not exactly what we learned maybe growing up, but uh, definitely a possibility for you to choose. So we talk about all kinds of things here on Messy Adventures in Living. I'm Petrina. Um, I, here's a little bit about me quickly. Um, I'm a mom of three kids. They're awesome. I love them. I'm also a pediatric nurse. Uh, I have been for about almost 20 years now. I love um, playing with kids and getting inspired by them and watching them outcreate all kinds of things with their bodies. And, um, you know, uh, f everything that they can create often flies in, in the face of the lies that this reality perpetrates. And they're amazing. And I love them. Um, I'm also an access consciousness bars and body process facilitator. Access consciousness is a really fun, freaky and kind of weird modality that has changed a lot of things for me in my life and many people's lives. Um, you can find out more about it at accessconsciousness.com. Um, I also create my own uh, skincare products, and you can find out more about that at my site, naturallyhappybody.com or patrinafava.com. So that's me really quick. I'm excited about our show today. We have two great guests on. What are we talking about? So we're talking about um, acknowledging the beauty that you be with Cassie Summers and Sarah Grandinetti. <clears throat> so um, what is beauty and who defines it? So whose standards are you judging yourself against? Many of us are trying to attain beauty, but as we define it in this reality, beauty is a judgment, a set of standards to be compared to. Can you be a judgment? Can you attain a judgment? What if your beauty is undefinable? When you're in a space of no judgment and when you have total gratitude for your body, you exude the energy of beauty. Um, thank you for joining me and my guests, Cassie and Sarah, the creators of the I Am Beauty 30-Day Challenge and the I Am Beauty Movement. So if you weren't judging yourself, what would you know about how beautiful you really are? So hello, Cassie and Sarah. Hi. 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 <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Thanks for coming to play on Messy Adventures and Living. I'm excited that you're here and I'm excited to talk about beauty. So let me um me introduce you guys. I know. Such a great such a great conversation we're gonna have. Let me introduce you guys very quickly. So Cassie Summers 
is an access consciousness certified facilitator, an author, a wonder, a business owner, a coffee drinker, a lover of dance, an energy practitioner, a miracle worker, and a mother. So, what's left? Well, she's tenaciously curious. She seems to have a never-ending desire to seek and explore different ways to contribute to expanding people's lives. She's known for facilitating with an intense presence and caring manner while showing her clients the doors of possibility, leaving them empowered and never the same. In her unyielding commitment to seeking and creating a totally different life for herself and her two young boys, she continuously chooses to leap out of the box of what normal parenting looks like. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, what she has found in these new spaces is an abundantly creative and joyful way of being and living for herself and her children. Um, she would love to invite you to what that space is for you and show you the doors that you may have thought were lost or impossible. And Sarah Grandinetti is the mother of four children, a brilliant writer, and a dynamic facilitator. She's the owner of two successful businesses, Salon Mix and Being You Beauty. Sarah's desire to inspire and empower people to choose more, to actualize their dreams, and know the beauty they are has a depth and breadth that touches people on so many levels. While her work as a stylist involves physical beauty, Sarah's target is to pull the inner beauty out of her clients and to help them believe in themselves and see possibilities. The realization that most women don't even remember the last time they felt beautiful led Sarah to create workshops to help women tap into their beauty inside and out. So if you'd like to have your life catapulted towards everything you've been desiring, Sarah offers a possibility like anyone unlike anyone else. Awesome. Okay. So, let's talk about being beautiful and acknowledging your beauty, shall we? So, yes. you guys um started a well, it it's a Facebook group, but it's not, right? It's so much more than a Facebook group. So, you guys started this movement in the form of a Facebook group called I Am Beauty. Um and I I have never done a Facebook challenge, like never. And I've seen them, and I've never really gotten on board with any of them. And as soon as I saw the one you guys created, I was like, ooh, this one. <laughs> yep, I'm in. I'm in, I'm in. This one. Well, and I love Let me add, so I've never much. done one either, Katrina. No? <laughs> yeah, there's something so different about the energy of this one. And I jumped in, and I freaking loved it so much. Um, and I got so much out of it, and I'm so grateful. And the thing about it for me was that like, I've been using the tools of access for almost seven years now. And, you know, I even contributed a chapter in a book called The Power of Releasing Judgment. And I've been looking at judgment and, like, you know, dropping judgment from my life for so long. And when I joined this um, this this magic thing that you created, I was so much more aware of all the, like, the cobwebs of dust, of the cobwebs of judgment that were still in my world and it created so much for me to participate in the challenges and and yeah anyways I'm so grateful so can you guys talk a little bit about um can you tell us a little bit about what sparked this creation and how it came to be either of you sure Just um, <laughs> good sir <laughs> um okay uh, uh, you know Cassie and I met at actually access consciousness certified facilitator training 
And there was just an instant kinetic energy between the two of us. And when we looked at, like, something that we wanted to create, we were both really passionate about um, basically bringing the inside out, as, as having people see how beautiful they actually are. Because um, for years of, of facilitating and uh, standing in a vulnerable place with people behind the chair for me, and I'm sure Cassie can speak for her with what she's created with bodies and um, her facilitation, um, we were just hyper aware of the fact that uh, people aren't willing to see what you as the, whether I'm being a stylist or facilitator, can see and how if we could simplify it um, and take one thing a day to honor and um, kind of like push the button of judgment, uh, delete it or mute it for even just a day, what we could see. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that even when we were creating it, that we actually knew exactly where it was headed. Um, what would you say about that, Cass? Yeah, definitely not. It was like, this would be so fun. <laughs> it, it might create something really cool. And, and, um, and we had been kind of looking for something to collaborate on. So this all just came together really easily, actually. So yeah, yeah, and how many how many cool things are often created just from fun, right? I love that. You know, when you try so hard to create something and you make something so so significant and you try hard to mm-hmm. create it, sometimes it kind of doesn't fall into place exactly. And then, you know, a lot of times when you're just like, hey, this would be fun, let's just do this. And then magic ensues, you know? I love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so exactly. I mean, I think one of the things that that I loved about the the uh, thirty day challenge was the the daily like uh, parts of your body that we were challenged to be grateful for. And I remember um, the one about the hands. It was one of the early ones, I think. Like, take a picture of your hands, and you know, write something about how grateful you for you are for your hands. And it sounds so simple, and yet it was like really quite life changing for me. I was like, oh my god, I have never acknowledged my hands and you know i'm a nurse and i use my hand i mean we all of course we all use our hands right from the and i'm like oh my hands never stop they like start working from the second i wake up but like i was amazed at um and not in a way to make myself wrong but just like how much i had never acknowledged my body and i thought i was and i was learning to acknowledge and and be grateful for my body and yet there were like little all these little bits of, and parts of me that I never acknowledged and that I was I never said thank you to my body, you know, like I never said to my hands, my God, thank you. Like, look at all the amazing things that you do and the love that you that you that you put out there to people, like my children and the people that I touch and the work that my hands do. And like, so I think the the energy of gratitude for your body in that in that um, thirty day challenge was just enormous and it made me realize actually that beauty like being grateful for your body makes you beautiful do you know what i mean like yeah when you're grateful (laughs) when you're grateful for your body truly you exude beauty and i saw that when i watched other people's posts in the group too you know yeah well it's interesting you know we we take I, I think when you start to dive in with the active consciousness tools, which are actually also what Cassie and I, I know you said that in our bios, um, what we mm-hmm. play with, um, you start to become way more connected to your body, but almost like what I noticed with the challenge, I've, I've been connected to my body as a whole. 
So I'm, I'm, yes. if I'm loving it, I'm loving it as a whole. And if I'm judging it, I'm judging it as a whole. Um, yes, there are like bits and pieces that, that we judge harder than others, but what the challenge actually created, and I noticed for many, was that, like you said, like actually looking at what our hands create, and, and mm-hmm. if without them was the other space I went to, because as a stylist, if I didn't have my hands, I literally wouldn't have my right. job. And um, I could cuddle my children um, if I didn't have my hands, but would it be as dynamic and have as much touch and care? So, yeah, that was also very um, telling for us as well. Yeah, what a good point. Um, And I think I like what you just said about when you judge your body, you judge it as a whole. (laughs) Um, And Mm -hmm. I I think what I was doing is like it was easier for me to be grateful for my body as a whole. It's like, yeah, I can be grateful for my body, but like, Mm, but maybe not like my toes because those are kind of like ugly, you know. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so I was like, but it's okay because I'm grateful for my body, but like not really my toes. <laughs> but then you know, doing the mm-hmm. challenge, it was like it made me look at that, and it was like, oh my god, I have to p- post a picture of my feet, you know? <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's yeah, really it interesting. Good. The parts of us that we almost avoid looking at of our body, exactly. like it's. It's just there. We'll just like, you know, go on and deal with the things that we like. But um, to put your attention on those things that you're avoiding and actually opening up the space of not having judgment of it, it was just such a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So, so much, um, so much of judgment is so sneaky and like insidious and and hidden. And even when we, you know, we begin to release a lot of judgment. And of course, we all have to start somewhere. And it's great. Like, I mean, so many people don't even consider the, pos- the consider the possibility or think about letting go of judgment. So it's been so good to dig deep and like really get at the cobwebs um, of judgment and start really acknowledging mm-hmm. ourselves and Absolutely. and our beauty. Yeah. So I was looking at um I was looking at a bunch of uh, points of view about beauty and I kind of like went on the internet and looked looked for some juicy things about beauty and I found so many um interesting points of view and beliefs that we have bought about our bodies and about what it means to be beautiful. So um do you guys want to talk a little bit about maybe what like when you in doing this challenge and creating this challenge what what did you learn about beauty that you never considered before? Um, I, For me, it was in the face of other people lowering their judgments of themselves and the fact that um, we, I judge, I recognize how I judge myself harder than um, other people judge me. I was able to look at where... Um, that space of like, hey, they're they're judging that. Like, if they're judging that, and I see it as so beautiful, I can then look back with the same viewpoint at myself, my hands, my toes, my butt, whatever it was, and say, right. oh my gosh, like, like if they don't have, if if they're that beautiful and they're judging it, then why am I judging me? Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Oh my gosh, what about you, Cassie? Yes. I think um, one of the biggest. Uh, acknowledge, like I, I already kind of had this awareness, but it just went bigger, if that makes sense, um, mm-hmm. was when those times in the challenge where people showed up so vulnerable, like just like really exposing like what was going on or exposing a part of them. And um, 
the deepening of the of the awareness of their beauty for me was just awe inspired. I was just like, wow, like it just. And then so then also like looking to myself, I'm like, um, where could I be more vulnerable and allow almost allow people to see that beauty? Mm. Yeah, and vulnerability is so beautiful, I have found, and in playing with the tools of access, and I never really thought about, um, I always kind of considered vulnerability a, a weakness, right? I think a lot of us learn that um, from when the time, from the time that we're very young, that being vulnerable is a weakness. And I think, um, all with a lot of people's posts in this Facebook group, in this, in this, you know, Facebook, um, challenge, the vulnerability that vulnerability is so incredibly beautiful and i mean i don't know about you but i find vulnerability in guys totally sexy <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. it's, it is so beautiful like the willingness to lower your barriers and show yourself is so very beautiful and we we don't learn that as kids right we often learn to put up barriers yeah. and to not be vulnerable and to protect ourselves um and yeah i think but we uh, definitely had some vulnerable sexy men in this challenge Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely, yes. And actually, thank you for bringing that up. I think um, let's talk a little bit about guys. It's uh, going to be time for break in a minute. But I wanted to look at how um, when we talk about beauty and we talk about acknowledging our beauty and how you know often society perpetrates all of this bullshit about beauty on women, we, it's really easy to kind of push the guys to the side. And um, it was fun to watch the guys play in this group. So I'd like to talk a little bit about that when we come back. Um, so let's yeah. take a, a break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on Inspire Choices Network. We're talking with Cassie Summers and Sarah Grandinetti today about I Am Beauty, acknowledging the beauty you truly be. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back very soon with more. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com 
You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Yep, welcome back. You are on Messy Adventures in Living. We are talking to two very awesome ladies today, Sarah, um, Sarah Grandinetti and Cassie Summers. We're talking about I Am Beauty, Acknowledging the Beauty You Be. I wanted to really quickly just um, mention the bars. You just heard a commercial about it um, as we were just coming back from break. So the bars um, is a hands-on a body process, it's an energetic process um, from a modality called Access Consciousness. If you would like to know more about it, you can find it at accessconsciousness.com. It is quite dynamic, it is quite amazing, it's very simple, very easy, and it works really fast to create a lot of change in your world. Um, basically, it's um, some points on the head that are touched by a practitioner, and um, all that happens is that these points on the head, on the head are places where our limitations, our beliefs, the bullshit that we've bought over our lives are stored that have created limits and barriers in our lives. And when the practitioner touches them, it's like hitting delete on the computer. They just start to come off and melt away. And I know it sounds incredibly simple, and it is, and it's totally magic, and I love it. And um, myself and Cassie and Sarah um, are all practitioners, are all bars practitioners and more. And we're all um, in different parts of the world. I'm in Toronto. Cassie, you're in BC, is that right? In Vancouver? Yeah. Uh, come on, and, close. Right. And um, Sarah, where are you located? Well, I am currently in South Africa, but I'm yes. located in Los Angeles. Okay. And um, if you guys want to know more about, more about the bars or find a practitioner near you, you can go to accessconsciousness.com and actually search by city. There are um, thousands and thousands of bars practitioners around the world. Okay. Just a shout out to the bars there. So <clears throat> just as we were – yeah. I'm, I know I'm talking really fast because there's like so much I want to talk about. And an hour feels really short right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's okay. You know, I was made wrong for talking really fast most of my life. And now I'm like, whatever. I don't care. Keep up or fall behind. <laughs> so I think it um, works for radio. Yeah, does it? I hope so. <laughs> so, um just as we were going to break, we were just mentioned men. And I think I just want to talk a little bit about that because, you know, I have two daughters and a son. And it's really, it would be really easy for me to look at my daughters and, and, and go, you know, I want to be an example for them. And like, I want to love my body and have great gratitude for my body so that I can be an example for them because they're girls and because I know this is a sensitive issue for girls. And I'm, every time I think that, I'm very aware of, um, how much we kind of poo-poo this for guys and kind of shove guys to the side. And, you know, like I said, I have a son. And so I have to always be like, hey, he needs he needs to know he's beautiful too. How can I um, invite him to acknowledging his beauty too, you know? And, and I'm grateful for for him for sh- kind of showing up in my world and, and showing me that. So what did you guys notice? Like, what did you notice um, – about this with the guys that were, you know, playing in the group and also the men in your lives about beauty and, and how they maybe are not acknowledged for their beauty as well. 
Yeah, I mean, like when we were first um, creating this, we actually went to the question of, so do we invite men to play? Because mm. women often, um, they put up walls around men. So we're like, right. would the vulnerability uh, decrease in the group if we invited men to the party? But in looking at it, it was mm -hmm. like, oh, including them was so expansive. It was, and it was everything that you just said about, um, yeah, what if men are beautiful too? What if they could acknowledge their bodies and the, the beauty of their bodies and what would that create in the world? And, you know, Sarah and I both have boys as well, mm -hmm. like children. So um, what something that I noticed was a, a little bit of, um, there was a bit of a, a shift that had to occur and I actually had um, a few of the men reach out and like, what do you mean beautiful? Like, I'd like, like tell, like, what do you mean by this? That I'm, I'm wow. stating that I'm beautiful. And, um, and I, and I just was like, just, you know, walk them through it and just what I saw. And then once they, the ones that dove into it, um, it was so amazing. <laughs> it was just like for them to yeah. like, just, claim the beauty of certain parts of their body and like yeah. oh wow it's it what that did for me was to show me almost a side of men that I hadn't seen in that way and I was so grateful for it and um and yeah I could talk forever on that so Sarah <laughs> you share uh, well what yeah um I think everything you said and then one thing that I would add though is I got so many messages. I think you did too, Cassie, men asking for permission to play. So they got invited. They're in the group. And because the word beauty was at the top of the page, they thought they weren't included and they were in the wrong place. Um, wow. Which is interesting because a lot of times men don't like to ask for directions, right? So they were coming <laughs> at us um, saying, you know, um, you know, I had a friend invite me, but, uh, you know, is this just for girls? And I was like, absolutely not. Like, don't do you find yourself beautiful? And you're right, that word is so reserved for women. A man is usually handsome or, um, you know, I don't know what other words right now that are, that are used, but they, they have to be um, strong and independent mm -hmm. and all those things. And, and beautiful is often, you know, we can describe, you know, a landscape is beautiful. We can describe, uh, you know, the, the sky or the roses that you, you know, grow in your garden is beautiful and also women's beauty, but the men are often not included in that. Um, and so as they explored their vulnerability, actually, um, I think created a new space for the women because they were aware that the men were there, but because the men were also choosing vulnerability, it, it softened it like, 10 million times than I thought I think it would have been if it was just us women. Like it almost, mm -hmm. when men were acknowledging their beauty, it gave the women permission to not be catty with another. And the end of the challenge, it felt like what, what was coming up with everybody's last day was to create a video around what you got out of the challenge. And genuinely what kept being said was that this is what people truly knew were possible, which was no judgment. And how much of the judgment are we doing of ourselves and with other women and against other women that when the men come in and lower their barriers, it's like a different kind of invitation. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think, I, yeah. And I think um, connected to that is some element of sexualness that um, mm -hmm. like wouldn't have been there if the men were not there and also the, the contribution that that was and the gift that that was because 
how much do we put up barriers to sexualness, right? And how much do we link, like, or how much is our beauty or our worth or our definition of beauty, like how much of all of that is attached to sex and men? And you know what I'm saying? Like there's some weird energy there. And so I think when the men were playing and there was this, it brought in this energy of sex sex or sexualness that, that the walls around that started to come down a little bit because we had to be vulnerable with it. Do you know what I mean? Like the women had to be vulnerable with that. That and where previously yeah. maybe we had put up walls to it, right? So yeah, we're yeah, well, enormous. one of the things I'll. I'm sorry. Um, no, it's okay. Go to add to that, Patrina, yeah, Patrina, what you were saying, which is so such an amazing awareness, is that um, early on the men, um, I, I know Cassie had a couple come to her and a couple came to me saying, I, I have this weird stuff coming up that like I want to comp- truly compliment a woman, a woman, right? But I'm afraid that they're all going to judge me as this crazy, like, stalker dude who's in this page to, like, get laid. <laughs> and yet right. I, they're being the energy of sexualness. And what if you could actually receive from a man and not assume that, that it means copulation, that we could all just be in the energy of sexualness? And it, it, it doesn't actually have to, you know, create anything further than just being with that. And so they were yeah. actually asking for permission. Kathy, yeah. you talked to a few of the guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it was really like so if um if you looked at it if if a woman would like say it on one day we had um a, a naked day, which was probably one of my favorites. And um <laughs> not everyone <laughs> they posted and people weren't posting like full nude shots, but they were posting even their legs or something that could be um bring up that energy of sexualness. And if a woman would t- would comment like, "Wow, you're stunning, you're gorgeous, your body is amazing, that would be like, oh, that's really cool and it would be mostly received. But if a man, even a married man, even a man not interested in like trying to get that person in bed were to say, wow, your body is stunning and is beautiful, all the walls would, it would be like such a wrongness. So it was, it was actually really facilitating both sides. Like the men desiring to be that space and that contribution, but aware of because they are a man, if they post this, it could create um, separation. So it was really cool to walk through that with the group and with the men. And um, and what I got that it just created a possibility for a lot of the women that they had never um, considered before mm-hmm. with men and receiving that energy and um, and really playing with that energy without it having a significance or an end result or an expectation on it. Yeah. And I love that was one of my favorite challenges too and it was so initially uncomfortable for me and I got such a great awareness um from that specific challenge because like I said I you know I've been using these tools and I I think you know <laughs> I've dropped so much judgment and I have and yet the challenge was to, like you know for me was like okay I'm going to just walk around naked in my house um the, you know on that on this day and my husband was home and I was like this is a guy I've been with for almost 20 years, right? Like, see me naked lots of times. And, and, and it was so uncomfortable for me to walk, to be naked around him. And I, and I saw it and I looked at it and I was like, wow, 
still, this is here. And yeah, it was what an amazing exercise, like so simple and yet so powerful and created so much um, for me and I know for a lot of other people. So super grateful for these challenges. They were amazing. <laughs> Um, you know yeah. what else I kind of, I, this kind of delves into something I wanted to look at. So I was like looking at all these, um, I found a bunch of quotes. You might have seen them. If any of you are in the, who are listening, go to the I Am Beauty, um, Acknowledging the Beauty That You Be Facebook event that I created for this radio show. I've posted a bunch of like little um, memes that I found about, you know, quotes about beauty. And one of them is, um, is now that we're talking about this thing about receiving sexualness from men, one of the interesting points of view that many of us grew up with is that, um, you know, well, one of the quotes was, every woman is beautiful, it just takes the right man to see it. Um, or um, well, there was another one about um, having a man see your beauty. Anyways, it doesn't matter. But, uh, like, we've grown up so much with the idea that... Um, you know, we need to be beautiful for the opposite sex, right? Like, and you're beautiful if a man thinks you are. So, you know, looking at this idea of like, would you be willing to actually just acknowledge your beauty and shine and be beautiful for you, even if no one acknowledges it ever, even if no one sees your beauty, right? It's something I've been playing with for a long time, too. And at the same time, what we were just talking about, about receiving sexualness from others. So it's so, it's such a little bit of a twisted up, um, like conflictual universe, do you know what I mean? So we we want to be beautiful or we grow up learning to be beautiful so that others can, can for others, do you know what I mean? Like to be beautiful yeah. for others, yeah. to attract a man or to attract a woman. But then we are unwilling to receive it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, well, no wonder we're all so twisted up around this, right? We grow up with these two conflictual ideas. We should be beautiful and present ourselves and make ourselves beautiful for other people. And when other pe- if other people don't think we're beautiful, then it means we're not. But, you know, as a woman, if a man, um, you know, has sexual energy towards you, then that's wrong. And they should not be looking at you in that way. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, and can I speak to, it's actually, I love what you're saying about being beautiful for others, because I noticed um, that I would get, if I was going out, like even just, I'm going out today in the house, I'm like, okay, I'm going to dress a little nicer, I might put on makeup, I might present myself a little bit better, and if I knew I was going to be home all day working, I wasn't going to see a single person, my go-to used to be to be like, well, I'll just wear comfortable clothes, and I don't need to worry about the way I look, and when one of the tools of access consciousness is about really like starting to talk to your body and ask your body questions, ask it what it would like to wear, what would be fun for it. So then I realized um, my body actually really loves dressing up. And even if, if it's for no one other than for the joy of it and for us, you know, so I'll have like sometimes I get outrageously dressed up <laughs> When I'm just at home, like, working on my laptop, I'm not going to see a single person that day. And what if we all could, um, would be willing to celebrate our beauty for us and to have the joy of our beauty for us? And then, and then go out into the world. And then what would that create when, in the, in the face of people receiving us? Yeah, and how much could yeah. people actually? How much would people actually receive us if we actually did that? You know what I mean? If we did it for ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually more of that early on energy in- than. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Dave. 
I was just going to say it's it's kind of a bit more of like a pulling energy when you're creating it for you and the joy of it mm-hmm. than like here I'm going to present it to the world. I'm like, I'm right. doing this for you. <laughs> you didn't ask for it, but I'm doing it for you. Right. And people pick up on that. Right. And I think we all we are all aware of that when someone is put. Do you know that thing where like the clothes are wearing the person? And the person is not wearing the clothes. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, when you can tell someone has put clothes, slapped clothes on, and it's not the same as like when someone is truly wearing those clothes. Do you know what I mean? It's a very different energy, right? Yeah. 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 What were you going to say, Sarah? uh, I was going to say, early on in the challenge, one of our first calls was um, claiming your brand of beauty. And what that question brought up for me was, that there are so many things in the world that, like, if there's only one made of it, it's a rare find and it's very, very expensive. So we'll do that with right. with jewels. We'll do that with cars. We'll do that, you know, um, with many, many things. The le- least amount of a certain kind makes it more, um, you know, valuable. And, yeah, our beauty, whatever brand that is, um, of all shapes and sizes um, and facets and, and types, uh, that's the only thing that's not ever able to be duplicated or replicated. You have your own brand because you're you're a totally different person than the person who might look right like look, might look just like you. Um, and also, you know, not everything's exactly the same. So, like, where are we unwilling to actually claim it, regardless of what you've judged it to be? Is just start with claiming it as unique as it truly is. And if we could start looking at us. Each and if you can start looking at yourself individually as like say the diamond in the rough that actually um, has not another like it, you can start from there to start to create um, a space where uh, you're not defined by what everybody else is projecting at you. And like you said, um, Petrina, with um, we're we're taught to have have this sexualness and this beauty and aspire to be um, a certain level of beautiful in order to attract a man, and then when the man comes, we're supposed to turn him away <laughs> and right. push away his hell? advances. <laughs> yeah. Should we clear that? There's some energy on there. You want to do a clearing? Let's do it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So all of the conflict, like all the conflictual universes that have been created for women and men around, um, you know, um, presenting yourself as sexual to be received by the other person while at the same time um, – um, all the wrongness that's associated with receiving it and all of the conflictual universes that are created in that will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, yes. hot, hot, <laughs> nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. So for anyone who's never heard that, it's the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. Um, it has its own website if you'd like to look it up, theclearingstatement.com. All you need to know is that it is a bunch of words that does have a lengthy explanation, but what it does is um, when you are talking about something and a bunch of energy comes up around it, um, you can say it and it starts to get at destroying and uncreating all the places where you bought that as true and starts to open up some possibility um, in your life. Okay, so we need to go to break. Um, Please don't go anywhere. We're having an amazing conversation with Cassie Summers and Sarah Grandinetti about acknowledging the beauty you truly be. We'll be back very soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? 
Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, and I'm joined today by two awesome women, Cassie Summers and Sarah Grandinetti. We're talking about acknowledging the beauty that you truly be. So, um, you know, I wanted to talk about um, makeup and clothes. And, um, you know, when I was young, when I was probably like maybe, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, I have this very clear memory of flipping through a Cosmopolitan magazine and reading this article about um, how, you know, you should be comfortable with yourself with no makeup on and how, you know, you might go swimming and all your makeup might come off. And so it's a good idea to be comfortable without makeup. And, you know, the article was obviously about, you know, being confident in your body and looking how you look naturally and all of this. But it's really interesting to me how we take things and totally twist them sometimes, right? Um, and, and stick ourselves mm. with them. So, so I, after that, I was like, yes, that is right. I am always going to be comfortable with myself without makeup. And I proceeded to reject makeup <laughs> and um, reject <laughs> Um, dressing up and reject having my hair done pretty and I decided that I was the kind of girl who didn't wear makeup or who didn't have to wear makeup or just wore a little bit of makeup and I was I decided that I was the kind of girl that wanted to look beautiful even in her track pants and a ponytail and I mean I guess nothing is really wrong with that except sometimes it's fun to play with makeup and sometimes it's fun to get dressed up and it wasn't really until I think two years ago now that I did the advanced body process class um, in Access Consciousness with, with the founder, Gary Douglas, that I really allowed my body to receive beautiful things. 
uh, clothing, um, you know, nice shoes and like makeup and jewelry and even objects um, around me. I, I stayed in a place. I remember I had a um, a really pretty shower in the bathroom in the in the place I was staying. And I remember standing there finally for the first time probably ever um, receiving from the beauty the objects, right, that were beautiful, like truly allowing my body to receive beauty. And I just think, wow, like what a very interesting point of view, either, you know, that you have to be either or, either you're that girl who wears makeup and wears high heel shoes, or you're that girl who is comfortable in herself without makeup on. And like, what the hell? Like, what if you could be both? And what if, like you said, Cassie, one day you could get crazy dressed up? Like, what if I could wear my high heel shoes and my fancy clothes and put all my makeup and jewelry on when I go drop off the kids at school in the morning? You know, like, who says? And then yeah. who says I have to do that all the time? So maybe today I don't want to, I want to wear my running shoes and my track pants. And then tomorrow I want to get dressed up. Like, why do I have to be one of those things? Right? Yeah. And kind of one of the energies right there is like being comfortable without it. Like as if yeah. it's, um, yeah, so like everything that is, um, it, it's really like, I, I like to look at it as like for me, cause I'm, I often don't wear any makeup. Um, mm-hmm. but if you were really just, if you were really just choosing like what you wore, what makeup you, like how you did your hair, like with the awareness of what your body's asking for each day, yeah. then there's no significance or or decision put on it because I'm this way I must like wear this style of clothing or I must always be a certain way you actually stop um anytime you conclude that about yourself or that you're this kind of person then you stop the awareness of what would actually create more showing up for you right does that make sense yeah yeah absolutely um, Sarah, do you have anything about that? I mean, Sarah, so Sarah, you're a stylist, right? And and so, like, what do you know about all of this? Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting. Um, I grew up as a tomboy. My mom couldn't get me in a dress if she lassoed me. Uh, <laughs> I played sports, always had dirty fingernails. Um, I was more into, like, the competition kind of stuff, didn't care about um, hair and makeup. Um, one of the funny things, like, if my my parents once said, like, if – Someone had to to if someone I have them guess whether I would be a hairstylist in the beauty industry, um, teaching people how to do hair and makeup, or a lesbian, they would have chose lesbian because <laughs> I totally fit the bill for like like not giving a damn about boys growing up and um, right. totally into sports. And so um, I've lived on both sides of that. And the interesting part that that um, like what Cassie was saying is. With access consciousness, there's this space that you can actually choose to be whatever you whatever you want. And there, one of the the simplest tools that um, you kind of get on day one is the question of who am I today? What grand and glorious adventures will I have? And so when you when you get up in the morning, you can actually ask that question and and choose from that space of what you what you want to wear. Oftentimes, like I'm dressed up at work, and then there'll be other days where like I'm dressed down and. Um, you know, wearing flatter shoes and, you know, hair in a braid and other days I'm totally vamped up. Um, and the, the judgment goes for both sides. So like right. there's the judgment of the girl who wears too much makeup and it's mm-hmm. too dependent on it. And then there's the girl who judges herself because she doesn't know mascara from lipstick and, um, you know, can't, can't figure out how to put on blush. And so, um, like, what if both of those were actually okay and it would be okay to play 
play in either and explore. So a lot oftentimes when we go into the definition of us as I'm the girl who doesn't wear makeup or I'm the girl who right. has to have my makeup on to go get the mail out of the mailbox, um, it's those definitions that actually get in the way. So then when somebody um, proposes to teach you something about makeup, you put like the walls come up because you've already defined yourself. So everywhere that we're not choosing to actually live undefined, maybe we mm-hmm. can discern and create that. Yes, let us right, yes. right. talk all nine shirts with me. Yeah. And and I mean and it's the labels labels and beauty are so connected, right? Like there's so much about beauty as a label. Do you know what I mean? Like how how we define beauty and, and I think I remember learning that early on, especially as a teen. It's like this is what it means to be beautiful. You know, you look around and you see what other people um how they define beauty and then and then you just you try to fit into that box. You know, it's really interesting, though. I, I remember as a kid, though, um, my mom used to tell me this story about how she thought she was really ugly as a teen. And then she and so she was very shy and very withdrawn. And then many, many years later, when she looked at her yearbook and she looked at all the popular girls and the girls who were popular with the guys, she realized that they were not any more beautiful than she was. Right. If you think about whatever the standard of beauty is and it's really funny because she told me that when I was quite young and and I was like yeah okay whatever and then (laughs) and then I almost had the exact experience or maybe it was kind of just simmering in the back and I was like what I started to look after I left high school I started to look at all of the girls who were very popular and they were beautiful because they thought they were do you know what I mean they had confidence Mm -hmm. They they didn't blend into the wall like I was just, you know, blending into the wall and waiting for some guy to come and acknowledge me for my beauty. I think somewhere I knew I was beautiful, you know, inside and out, and uh, but I was waiting for someone else to acknowledge it. And, I, and then I looked and I saw that, you know, beauty as the label that we society perpetuates it as is such a lie. You know, because your point of view creates your reality. And so if you are if you think you're beautiful, if you own your beauty, if you're grateful for your body, then you're beautiful. You know what I mean? People perceive that energy and it's beauty. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely. Um, there was something else. Oh, you know what else I wanted to talk about? I wanted to talk about um, um, modesty. And, like, I don't know about you, but I totally bought into this modesty thing. And it kind of goes along with what I was just saying. Like, oh, I should just be uh, this little silent wallflower and be modest and and someone will see my beauty. You know, like, I shouldn't have to go out there and flaunt it. I should just be quiet about it and wait for some guy to come and acknowledge my beauty. Like, what the hell? And so, <laughs> anybody else? Maybe it was just me, right? It's like so Cinderella like, syndrome, I think. Yes, exactly. Yes, that's exactly it. And so, you know, like there's so much wrongness associated with flaunting, flaunting your beauty, your beauty. And um, there's actually there's a song by uh, that came out just a couple of years ago by a band called One Direction. And I think the song is called What Makes You Beautiful. Do you know this song? And um, mm-hmm. yeah, and initially I remember listening to the first time I was like, oh, this is a good song, right? Like, oh, you know, you don't know you're beautiful, but actually you are. I see you. And then there's this one line or two lines that goes, um, you don't know you're beautiful and that's what makes you beautiful. And I was like, ew. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly <laughs> that line. 
Do you know that line? I can totally, (laughs) doesn't it? I can perceive the heaviness in that line so much. Like, it literally just makes me cringe every time I hear it. So, So can we talk a little bit about the lies of modesty and, like, all the places we bought that we have to be modest about our beauty and all the crap that that creates for us? Yeah, well, one thing that I keeps believe that kind of go ahead, go ahead, Sarah. Um, well, what I was going to say is, I I believe that that when when modesty and um, humility with your beauty interacts with um, not holding space, so the opposite of holding space, whatever that is, um, like if you're encroaching on another woman's ability to be beautiful, um, that's almost like the space where like the humility and like the not knowing you're beautiful and that's what makes you beautiful. It's because you're, you're not actually projecting that you're more beautiful than someone else. I mean, that, that's kind of my takeaway from that line. Um, mm. I get, okay. I get yeah. where the heaviness comes in, but it's like, if, if you're willing to be beautiful and allow the other woman around you and other men and to be seen as beautiful as well, and you're not doing competition and separation, that's actually where like the magic of beauty acts like lives in my interesting opinion yes thank you actually for articulating that that. yes because there was something like something is there the energy is there and yet yes okay thank you Um, that was beautifully articulated (laughs) i love that awesome um anything else about that kathy yeah i was just gonna say like um sometimes like like we see certain people um doing or being something that um, we don't like, or we see that it's not creating like joy in the world. It's not creating something greater. So that could be someone with that, um, that energy of I'm better than you look at like the flaunting, like all that stuff, but they're coming right. at it from that. I'm better than you energy, that separation and that competition mm-hmm. energy. So we identify that as, Oh, that's um, confidence or that's acknowledging the beauty of you. Right. And then we go, well, I don't want to be that. So mm-hmm. then we go into the resistance of any energy that matches mm-hmm. what that would be. And and what if, mm-hmm. if you, like, actually walk through the world with the acknowledging the beauty of you, if you walk through the world with um, whatever confidence is to you, um, what if it didn't look anything like that, which you are in resistance of? What if it actually created, like, um, more communion? And, yeah. and and invited other bodies to acknowledge the beauty of them. Exactly. It's the invitation. That's what it is, that invitation yeah. energy. Yeah. So can you believe we're, like, at the end of our show? <laughs> I can't even believe it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we are going to post your links, um, your own links in the Facebook page and um, on Inspired Choices Network so that people can connect with you. Thank you, Sarah and Kathy. Thanks for Talk playing with us. Thank you, for Thank you so much. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. We'd love to have you join us again. Until next time, have fun creating your phenomenal life.